0: This is Strange Assembly, Episode 319, Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly, your tabletop podcast. We're here today, of course, to talk about Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel, Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel is the latest collection of official Dungeons & Dragons adventures, following in the footsteps of Tales from the Yawning Portal and Ghosts of Saltmarsh. Each of those prior collections of adventures had a theme, and so does Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel, although the most defining feature here is not anything thematic, but the length of the adventures. As it says on the back of the book, these adventures are short. Radiant Citadel packs 13 adventures into fewer pages than Yawning Portal or Saltmarsh took to deliver about half that many. Ultimately, I think that whether you're interested in Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel will turn on whether you want those shorter adventures. Each of these 13 stories also introduces some new land. It's up to the DM where these lands might be located. Each of them has several suggestions for dropping them into existing campaign settings, and all of them have a connection to the eponymous Radiant Citadel. Each of the adventures serves to introduce one of these lands, including a small gazetteer. This impacts the structure of the adventures. Dungeons aren't generally a great introduction to a new nation, so the adventures rarely feature them or anything dungeon-like. Instead, the typical adventure in Radiant Citadel features the player characters arriving at a city, running into a problem, and then hopping from NPC to NPC to figure out what's going on, possibly with a fight at the end, But, but maybe not. It is possible to get through some of these with very little combat. Which brings us back to the short part. The already limited page count for each adventure loses a few pages to the Gazetteer, and it takes more game time to do a string of combats than the same page count of NPC interactions. Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel promises short, standalone adventures and that is what it delivers. You want adventures you can play in a single session, either as one-shots or thrown into an existing campaign? Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel will give you that. Personally, I would like a bit more complexity in these sorts of adventures. A bit of an opportunity for the players to do more than just follow the single trail of breadcrumbs. That's probably why my favorite adventure in here is Justice Rahman Arman's Shadow of the Sun, which presents a city under the strict rule of an angel. Characters there have actual options about whether or how they want to be involved in an internal conflict between the forces of law and order and citizens who think that maybe there's a little too much law and order here. It's the sort of story you might be able to make a series of adventures out of. On the one hand, I want to say I wish we could have gotten a smaller selection of more complex adventures. On the other hand, I'm not sure how fair it is to criticize a book for being exactly what it's set out to be. And in addition to that story, Shadow on the Sun, I have to say my single favorite thing in the book is the sky bridges from Pam Between the Tangled Roots. Right, so these are bridges going from one island to another, miles away, you know, hundreds of feet up into the sky. If I actually, you know, made my own adventures anymore, I would definitely add these in the next time I wrote one. It's it's such a cinematic way to add a touch of high fantasy. So you may note I haven't gotten back to the theme of this book. I imagine that the theme is part of the reason why Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel is structured like it is. Saltmarsh had aquatic adventures. Yawning Portal had updated versions of classics. Radiant Citadel's theme is that all of these new lands pull in elements from outside of traditional European fantasy, mixing elements of real-world mythology and culture in with traditional D&D elements. I'm not in a position to judge how effectively it represents those other mythologies or cultural elements, but I will go ahead and drop a link in the show notes, to an article where you can see what all of the authors had to say. You can judge that for yourself. But that theming does, I think, contribute to the structure of the adventures. If you want to have a bunch of aquatic adventures, you are going to brush up on the rules for boats and underwater combat. If you want to tell stories about locations that introduce new story elements, it's going to require adventures that let the characters actually meet and interact with people, not just delve into a dungeon and it pushes you towards making a book that has a lot of adventures so you can introduce more of these places. Now, in addition to the adventures, there is a write-up of the Radiant Citadel itself in the book. It seems to serve primarily as something of a home base. If you want to play a campaign where the characters just portal into all the different stories in Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel, the vibe of the Citadel itself is something in the ballpark of a socialist utopia. Not really designed to be somewhere that one has adventures, but rather a home base that one launches adventures out of. I guess that's why it's called journeys through the Radiant Citadel, not journeys in the Radiant Citadel. This is a fantasy setting, so I'm mostly not concerned with whether governmental structures are realistic, but I feel like I have to note that one of the elements here is that every single member of the city's ruling council has the magical ability to unilaterally shut down the entire city. This is presented in the book as a positive thing because it forces everyone to work things out diplomatically. But I gotta say, if you think that giving any one member of a group the ability to shut down everything without any kind of check is a good idea, I would suggest strongly that you go take a look at the modern incarnation of the United States Senate. I'm just saying. Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel probably isn't going to wow anyone who isn't looking for this type of content. Ultimately, however, the book succeeds at what it is trying to do, provide a plethora of short adventures that introduce a stack of new places. You've been listening to Strange Assembly, your tabletop gaming podcast. You can find us on the web at www.strangeassembly.com. You can also find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Music Play, Amazon, Spotify. Whatever your favorite podcatcher is, we should be there. If we are not, please let me know so I can try to fix that situation. You can reach me at chris at strangeassembly.com. You can also find us at the usual social media. We're facebook.com slash strangeassembly, at strangeassembly on Twitter and Instagram. But until then, I'm Chris Stevenson. This is Strange Assembly. Never stop gaming.